Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. Hey mama, I am thankful you are here for another episode Today I just wanted to talk to you about how I'm doing. I know that so many mamas feel like I maybe have it all together, I have it all figured out because I teach this and I wanted to share with you that I don't have it all figured out and that I do have my hard days, I do struggle, I do still experience mom rage and mom anger and it's not common, it typically lines up with my menstrual cycle And I wanted to share with you about that today. So you get to kind of um, get a little (laughs) sneak peek into reality of how my life really looks like. So my husband has a full-time job. He works outside of the house. And I am the one that's the primary caretaker for my family and our kids. And I get them ready for school in the mornings. I drop them off. And I also you know, pick them up from school, you know, do make dinner and do homework with them. If my husband is not home, he typically helps out with one of our kids. Um, We have a son, one of our sons who really struggles with focusing and getting started with homework. And he like literally needs one-on-one someone to sit with him. And so when my husband is home in the evenings, he does that with him. But if my husband is not home, actually, I don't do much homework with him because I literally can't. I'm multitasking between multiple kids, making dinner, um, dealing with a baby, trying to make sure other kids are not killing each other, and it's it's just a lot to manage. So since we moved from Minnesota to Florida this summer, I have been really struggling emotionally. Mentally too, but more like emotionally. Just such a big emotional roller coaster. I kept telling my husband, I don't remember another season in my life where my emotions have been so up and down. One day I am positive and encouraged and uplifted that God is going to answer prayers. Everything is going to be okay. Another day I'm so down and so discouraged and so low. Like uh, yesterday, I was looking at someone's Instagram and they were just literally um, putting on their stories, nothing bad. You know, she had a friend that came to visit her out of state and they were having a great time together. And she was just posting some, um, you know, pictures and short videos of her spending good time with her friend. And she posted that she's like, it's so great to have authentic friendships. And it just reminded me that since we moved, I have made some friends here, but not a close friend. I used to have actually a really, really close friendship in Minnesota. 
I had two girlfriends. I'm still friends with one of them. And the other one, our friendship fell apart. And I will not share um, why it happened just because I want to respect the privacy of um, that former friend. But that was the closest girlfriend I've ever had in my life. I've never had a friend that reached out to me on a regular basis and checked in with me. So since I was a teenager, I always felt like I was just had a hard time fitting in. I always felt left out. I often felt like I was not good enough. Um, I wanted attention from boys just like any other girl did, but a lot of the friends, the boys in our friend group, they liked another girl and they, um, gave a lot of attention to her. And I felt like I was not good enough for the boys to like me or give me attention. I felt like I didn't fit in. And then, um, there were, you know, we had a group of friends with girls, but I always felt like an outsider. I, literally did not feel like I was part of the group and that I fit in with them. And it was really challenging because I wanted to feel like I was part of it, but I felt like in order to be part of it, I couldn't be who I truly was. I had to kind of like fake it to fit in. And even when I tried, I was still not good enough. And I didn't feel like I was accepted. Like, have you ever felt like when you were in a group of friends that if you were missing, nobody would notice? And if you're there, you just like, you're just there. You're not really a part of it. That's kind of like how I felt about the friends group. And then I had, you know, a couple girlfriends, close girlfriends when I was a teenager. And I got along with them really well. But one of the things that I did notice is I was always the one that would reach out to them. Be like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Let's, you know, connect. Let's talk. Let's spend time together. And I would be the one making an effort to connect with them. And I even noticed that even now as an adult, most of the friends that are in my life, I am the one reaching out to them. Like I am the one messaging them every few weeks and be like, hey, how's it going? How are things with you? And I have a few girlfriends that struggle with like, you know, depression and they rarely even respond. And it's, it's really like, emotionally challenging. Anyways, what I wanted to tell you, I, a few years ago, four years ago, I was going through a hard season in my life and I became really close friends with this one, um, friend, a mom, and we really connected. And one of the things that really stood out to me about our friendship that really made that friendship super important to me was the fact that, oh, I get so emotional. She was reaching out to me as well. It wasn't just me reaching out to her, asking how she's doing. She would reach out to me if I didn't text every, you know, in a few days. She was messaging me. She's like, hey, how are you? How is it going? How's your day? And I honestly didn't have a friend before that that would do that. I did not have a friend that made an effort to connect with me, to reach out to me. And we were going through similar struggles in that season of life. And we really connected over that. And um, there were another girlfriend and it was three of us, but I was more close to this first girlfriend that I was friends with. Anyways, call her the one and two girlfriend one. (laughs) 
the one that I was close with, that we were sharing our struggles with, the one that reached out to me and girlfriend too, that was also part of our friendship. And she was really good and I got along with her really well. But our friendship was not as close as the one with the first one. And uh, I'm just going to get emotional because this like, this is hard for me to talk about. And it means a lot to me. Anyways, oh, I, it was the first time in my life when we would hang out, the three of us, I literally felt like I was accepted for who I am. I did not have to pretend to be someone else. Like I did not have to pretend to be perfect. I could speak my mind. I literally was accepted for who I am. I literally felt free and authentic and real and raw and accepted. I don't know if you've ever had a friendship like that in your life, but if you do, like cherish it because it doesn't happen that often. And then some circumstances happened and the friendship um, grew apart between that number one friend you know, that I had friend number one and uh, some decisions that were made that were challenging and triggering and hurtful. And the friendship grew apart and we had to set some boundaries and there was lots of misunderstanding. And anyways, the friendship fell apart. I don't want to go into details because I don't think it's fair. (sighs) I have no idea if that friend will ever listen to this episode or not. And I just want to respect her because I still truly care about her as an individual. Anyways, our friendship fell apart. And for months, four months, I could not get over it. It it was month after month where I just felt like I was torn apart. Yes, I was close with my husband. Yes, I had my other friend. Yes, I had family. Yes, I had extended friends. But I lost one of the closest girlfriends in my life. Actually, the closest one. And I cried so much. I cried so much. I got to a point where my husband's like, Elizabeth, please stop talking about it. I can't listen anymore. It's like all you talk about. I miss that friendship so much. It was so dear to me. I grew so close with that friend. She made such an impact on my life. I literally thought we were going to be friends for the rest of our lives. And so it was so hard. So hard. Literally for months, I could not like stop thinking about it. And I would just pray about her. I would think about her every single day. And you know, as time passes, you just start moving forward and start accepting things the way they are but I literally went through like a grieving process when I lost that friend like legit you know like when you lose something big in your life like a a loved one dies or you move or you have a miscarriage or something like oh yeah and then I had a miscarriage in the middle of that which was like another thing but I literally was grieving that friendship it took me months to process the loss I talking to my husband and so much journaling, like a ton of journaling because I needed to process all those emotions. I went back to therapy for a little bit to process all this like loss and pain. 
even though before that I was <laughs> graduated out of therapy, but I, it was just a big, big struggle for me in my life. And I have not been able to find a close friend since then. Like I am still friends with that number two friend and we still get along really well. And, um, but it's not, and when we get together in Minnesota, we could just chat and talk for a long time, but it was just not the same without friend number one. And I only wish the good things for my friend, my former friend. I really wish her the best. I hope everything turns out in her life the way it's meant to. And I wish her only the good things. Um, I just wanted to say that, especially now that we moved from Minnesota to Florida, I have found some friends here. I am trying to get plugged into church. I've had multiple play dates with moms and I've connected with uh, some ladies and, but it was not the same. It's, it's not, it's like, we're, we're just on good terms. We'll hang out, but there's nothing deep. It's all superficial. I don't know them well enough. I don't feel safe enough to share my true personal struggles and like actually open up. I haven't found anyone like that here yet. And I know there's a friend like that available for me. And I know I can be an amazing friend. Oh my gosh, I feel like a mess sharing all this and just literally crying into the microphone. I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're just hearing me cry. It's my PMS week, which is not helping. Every time I'm in my uh, days leading to my cycle, I'm just an emotional mess. I am a lot more triggered. I'm a lot more overwhelmed. I am like negative. My mindset is just negative and it sucks and I hate and I just, it just needs a few days to pass and then I feel better. I need, I cry, (laughs) I journal, I reflect and I have some alone time and I feel better, but it's still kind of, you know, the PMS days are not fun for me. Anyways, what I just wanted to share with you is that we all have our own struggles. We all deal with things. We feel like God is sometimes silent and we pray and we pray and we pray. And it seems like the same thing over and over again. And God is like almost like not listening. And it's been really hard because I've have so many affirmations that I tell myself I'm supported by God. My God is abundant. My God is faithful. My God is a miracle worker. He's a way maker. He's a promise keeper. My God has a way when there's no way. My God can do anything. Like I have these affirmations written on my bathroom mirror and I look at them every day. And and sometimes like in my low days, I feel like God is just nowhere to be found. And And that's when things feel really, really hard. And that's when like my mind goes back to, well, what if I made different decisions? Well, what if we didn't move? What if we stayed back home? What if I was still friends with that other friend? Like, uh, I just want to tell you that I'm just like you. I have my own struggles. I'm not perfect. I don't have everything figured out. Yes, there are things in my life that I'm maybe a few steps ahead of you and I have 
figured out some things, but there's so many parts of my life that are just ongoing, constantly learn, constantly try to do better and improve on things and learn better ways of doing things. And uh, life can be really challenging sometimes. It can. And for me, I've had so many big emotions since we moved, like such a big roller coaster. It's like, it feels like I'm good for a little bit and then I'm down and I'm good for a little bit and then I'm down and I pull myself out of that hole and then I'm down. And part of the, part of being in a better place is having friends, right? Like when you have good girlfriends that you can get together on a regular basis with, even every other week and hang out with. And like they're safe individuals where you can truly open up and share what's going on. And you truly feel that it's safe, that it's not going to get out. There's not going to be gossip. Like those friends are so hard to find. They truly are. And that is one of the things that helped me during that hard season in my life four years ago is having those friendships. And that helped me get through that season. And right now I'm in a hard season of my life and I don't have that. Having like friends that you can hang out here and there is one thing and just get together. But having true friends where you can literally just share about anything, it truly feels seen, heard, understood, and feel safe that it's going to stay within those walls. That is true friendship, right? Those are really hard to find. And I'm hopeful and I believe that God will send me a friend like that or two here. And I I believe that's available for me. I I don't even know why I'm recording this episode, honestly. Just super emotional today, just having a hard time and I want to tell you that I'm not perfect. And when I am struggling like this, right, when I am so emotional like this, I'm a lot more triggered by my kids. This last two days, I've experienced twice mom rage, where I physically squeezed my kids' ears and hurt them, two of my boys. And I had to apologize later because I was so triggered, because I felt so out of control, because things just felt so heavy and hard. And then, of course, so much shame and guilt that comes over that. And I had to really talk myself out of it. Like, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling. What I did was wrong. And it was not good. But I'm struggling. And I asked my kids for forgiveness. And I made things right with them. But I am not perfect, Mama. I have my own struggles. Things are really hard for me sometimes. And I want you to know that you are seen. You are heard. You are understood. And... I'm here for you. Reach out. Reach out, my friend. I'm here for you. I'll see you next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. 
Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.